0: Welcome to another dynamic word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Well, are we ready? All right. You can open your Bibles up to John the 14th chapter if you're ready for the Word. And and today we're going to be talking about coming again. Coming again. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about Jesus and He is coming again. Okay? Yeah, He is. I wouldn't be surprised if He came any moment. That's where we need to live is in that, that you know, consideration of the imminent return of Christ that He could come at any moment. In John the 14th chapter his disciples were getting a little bit anxious because he had been telling them that he was going to go away he had been indicating to them that something was going to happen he was you know headed here to jerusalem to the cross it was in the in 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 just the last few days of his earthly life and ministry and they could sense something no doubt and he had been telling them i'm 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 going to be going away you know uh i'm i'm going to be arrested i'll be you know uh, uh, uh beaten i'll be crucified and and i'll i'll be buried and oh my goodness they just couldn't fathom that and so in John the 14th chapter in verse 1, reading from the New King James Version, uh, he simply says this, Let not your heart be troubled, speaking to his disciples, and he's speaking to us as well. Let not your heart be troubled. Well, we could just stop right there and talk all day long on troubled hearts. huh? And it's God's desire that we not be troubled. He told his disciples, You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, he said. If it were not so... I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. The reason I'm going, I have a purpose. And I'm going to go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. Just making sure that they understood that I have a purpose and a plan. This is not the end. And if you believe in God, and it's kind of easy to believe in God. You know, almost the whole world believes in God. But Jesus is saying, if you believe in God, believe in God. Believe in me. Believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Messiah that God had promised. Don't just believe in God. Believe in me, he said. Because I have a plan, I have a purpose, and I'm going away. And if I go, I will come again. And I will receive you unto myself so that where you are, that where I am, there you may be also. I'm not gonna forget you. I got a plan, the reason I'm going. Wow. Well, On January the 12th, 2007, there was a man named Joshua Bell who uh, placed a bag in front of him in a New York City subway. And he uh, was hoping that some passers-by would drop money into that bag, and and he 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 took out his uh, his, his violin and he began to play. And during the next forty-one minutes, more than one thousand people passed by him, and uh, you know mostly just walking past without notice. But by the end of his sixth piece there in that subway, uh, he had received a total of thirty-two dollars and seventeen cents. But no one stopped to listen. Wow. Well, Joshua Bell was not just any busker. A busker is somebody that puts things out in front of them and plays music, hoping that you'll give them something or performs in some way. Uh, But rather, he is one of the most famous classical concert violinists in the world. Just a week before, he had played the very same six pieces to a sold-out theater in new york uh, where friend, fans spent hundreds of dollars and and uh, 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 they applauded and cheered in hopes that that they, they they could hear more the 1793 gibson stradivarius violin he played in the concert hall was the very same three and a half million dollar violin he played in the subway where nobody stopped and nobody cared and nobody listened Uh, Here's a picture of him in the subway with no one caring, with his three and a half million dollar violin playing some of the most incredible, the most difficult pieces known to mankind. Well Joshua's incognito baseball cap and t-shirt clad presentation of himself (laughs) uh, blended in with the locals. They traveled the subway every day, and that morning, nothing was any different. And there, in 2007, perhaps uh, you know he didn't stand out enough. Maybe he didn't. Maybe, maybe he just didn't make enough flash. Maybe he wasn't dressed right. Maybe you know I, I, I don't know uh, what he could have done. But his subway performance was excellent. It was that of a virtuoso. It was it was uh, you know uh, no. But without regard to how wonderful it was, no one noticed who he was seven years later in 2014 joshua bell decided to go back to that subway station only this time he decided that he would announce that he was going to be there that he would announce his coming and uh and not a surprise really to anyone was the fact that when joshua showed up this time of course dressed a little better you know um had some friends with him some other musicians with him and he people knew he was coming he showed up to a completely packed subway <laughs> I mean, shoulder to shoulder, people had been there for hours. Some had been, you know, gotten there, spent the night there, and, you know, sitting against the wall, waiting and waiting. This is him at that same subway. I mean, you know, uh, having announced I'm coming and them all, you know, knowing who he was, uh, these people, you know, uh, crowded in, shoulder to shoulder, cameras everywhere, packing the station, hoping to get to see him, hoping to get to hear him, hoping to get to meet him personally. Well, the crowd and the cameras were everywhere. He played the same music. He played the same instrument, (laughs) accompanied by some friends, and, you know, had nothing different to say, nothing different to offer. But what a difference it made. And the reason it made a difference, of course, is because people heard about him, they knew who he was. They understood what he could do that perhaps no one else could do. And when he said he was coming again, they were waiting. The principles of truth revealed and confirmed by this experiment, and that's what it was, it was an experiment, parallels the first and the second coming of Christ. As you might already have guessed, we can easily see that the first coming of Jesus to the earth, He came, you know, He wasn't dressed up, you know, special, you know. Ball cap, t-shirt, you know, looked like everybody else. I mean, you know, I mean, he, he just looked like a, a normal, average person. And, and uh, even though he was the Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, even though he could do things that no one else could do, no one noticed. No one cared. So many didn't even give him, you know, the time of day. Others were aggravated by him, the way he set himself up, the way he acted like he expected something from them, was irritating. Though he was the son of Almighty God, empowered with abilities far beyond those of common man, still few had time to stop their busy lives and listen to him. However, this same Jesus, which came to earth the first time as a suffering servant, without any claim to greatness in the eyes of man, unnoticed by most, unappreciated he has announced to all of us that he is coming again so many having recognized who he was after he was gone who he is let me tell you this time when he comes it will be different he will come dressed a little different He will come with some friends, (laughs) with some of the angels and all of his glory and all of his power and all of his magnificence. and, And he will make a fresh appearing, a different impact. And I guarantee you it will be shoulder to shoulder on that day. On that day when he comes, it will be a crowded day. Because since that time to this time, so many have known who he is and have been looking for his coming. Even the dead in Christ shall rise. I have a feeling it's going to be a crowded day. (laughs) I'm hoping the cameras are there. All of his glory with the holy angels. I've been waiting and so many have been waiting a lifetime for him to come again every day people still walk past their greatest opportunity every day people still fail to recognize he's here he's with us he's here now oh they cannot see him And they imagine that what they are feeling is just something that is, you know, a part of life. Whenever His Word is going out through all the world, whenever the melody of the truth of His life and salvation is piercing, even the very subway stations of New York, every day people walk past their greatest opportunity. As I said, too busy to stop and listen, to stop and see. Too busy to recognize who He is and to meet Him personally. Jesus is the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Opportunities missed may be forever regretted. There was a man named Zacchaeus. You may have read about him or heard about him or sang songs about this wee little man. A wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. But reading into the depth of that little song, that story, reveals that this man had one opportunity in life. It was the last time that Jesus would pass through Jericho he had one opportunity in life and no doubt he heard some still small voice no doubt he heard some inspiring motivation I don't know what it was outside of the fact that I know it was almighty God I know it was the Holy Spirit that inspired him and gave him a desire to go that day and to climb that tree and to say I want to see Jesus Jesus knew he would be there, and looking up, he called down, Come down, Zacchaeus, because I'm going to your house today. Why? Why? Was Jesus going to the house of Zacchaeus, a notorious sinner, a tax collector, a publican, a man who almost no one liked, a man who had cheated his neighbors, a man who had robbed from the poor? Why was Jesus going to his house that day? Because Zacchaeus had responded to a call. Zacchaeus had come to see, hoping to meet, hoping to hear Jesus. Something is inspiring you today. Something is moving on your heart today. I remember when something moved on my heart. I could not see what it was. I could only feel that I wanted to go down in front of that church. I knew I wanted to go. I wanted to see. I wanted something that I did not have. And responding to that desire, Jesus became the Lord of my life that day. It was 1967 during the summertime. I was 12 years old. And it was as real to me in that moment as it is today Jesus saved my soul. Zacchaeus was saved that day. He made the most of his opportunity. He did not fall prey to the consideration I'm too busy. I have work to do. I'm too important someone who's there might not like me they might not accept me but rather he decided i'm going with this desire i have for i must see jesus what opportunities are you allowing to pass by you each day getting saved is not the only opportunity god inspires you with He's not the only, uh, seeing Jesus is not the only desire that God drops in your heart. You see, you might be passing an opportunity to know your children and know your grandchildren in a deeper way. You might be passing an opportunity to spend time with your parents because you're busy. Because, you know, maybe you don't know how they would feel. Maybe you're passing an opportunity to share Christ with a neighbor, with a coworker, with a classmate because you're concerned they might reject you. Maybe you're missing an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life and invite him into your home. The Apostle John also wrote later in life in 3 John in verse 2. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. John is known for sharing the heart of Christ to us. And for telling us about the love of the Savior and how much he cared for us. John here is giving the heart of Jesus. I wish... Oh, beloved, I love you. God so loved the world. Beloved, I wish above all things that you might prosper and that you might be in health even as your soul prospers. But the sad truth this morning is that not everyone will go to heaven. The sad truth is not everyone will go to heaven. Many will miss their greatest opportunities. They will miss their opportunity to see Jesus, to meet Him personally. Have you seen Him? Have you heard Him? Have you met Him? You can meet Him. Allow me to introduce you to Him. It's simple. You see, not everyone will go to heaven. Heaven is a choice. The people who go to heaven are the people who choose to go to heaven. And you choose to go to heaven by choosing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Let me tell you, parent, saying no to Jesus may be saying no to seeing your family ever again once you leave this earth let me tell you spouse saying no to Jesus you may be choosing to never see your spouse again once you leave this earth but choosing Jesus today and choosing him every day will not only ensure your eternity in heaven But it will also ensure that as your light shines, you will be an encouragement to others for them to choose Jesus. You are a billboard for Christ. You are an advertisement for Jesus. You are a sign for others. That's what Jesus called a light. Choosing Jesus will guarantee your eternity but it should also be impacting other people's opportunities someone in that subway that day on January the 12th in 2007 one man recognized Joshua Bell only one man and he went over to him told him I recognize you And he gave him $20. That man could have stood there and said, Look who this is. Listen to what he can do. Imagine if that man that day would have become a light, an advertisement. Don't you know that day? That the subway would have filled up and so many would have been amazed and blessed and perhaps forever changed by a man. Imagine what could happen if you would do that for Jesus. Let not your heart be troubled, John said. He has prepared a place for you in his heaven. Have you prepared a place for him in your life? Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.